Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So yes, everybody, today is the, will serve as the uh, hump day, the Wednesday episode uh, for this Locked On Virginia podcast. Of course, this is the depth chart episode. The date is 11-2-22. That, that kind of uh, is a special date, I guess. You know how people like those special dates and those numbers. Uh, but yes, so it'll be what, 11-11-22 uh, you know, uh, in another week or so here, but it's 11 22 And, you know, we're just here to jump in and talk about uh, what's happening with these Wahoos. This is, uh, like I said, the depth chart is what we're going to go over today and see if there's anything uh, different or something that, you know, needs attention or something to, to speak about. But, you know, had some great uh, uh, conversations last night um, on Seven City Shop Talk. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the... <laughs> The viewers had over a hundred and what ten comments last night. People were up in arms, or not necessarily up in arms, but but really wanted to express their feelings. You know, I made the comment about a civil war going on within the uh, you know within the Virginia sports community, football community, and people were definitely um, spirited. You know, they had some things to say about you know whether the coach should go, whether the coach should stay. Um, you know, which coaches should go and it broke it down to that, which coaches should stay. It was a very, very good spirited conversation with all of uh, our Wahoo fans and supporters. And all I had to say is just thank you guys for uh, contributing. But yes, let's jump into this Locked On Virginia uh, podcast depth chart for the University of Virginia against North Carolina, which this game, you know, there's a game that scares me that was left on this uh schedule it's this one you know they have a hot young quarterback he is on fire right now drake may who has thrown for five touchdowns i think in five of their games you know it's it's something crazy or four of their games he's thrown five it's something ridiculous you know for this young guy his numbers if you put them up towards you know close to seeing what the heisman uh candidates are 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 looking like Drake May, in my opinion, has better number numbers than the Heisman candidates. C.J. Stroud, uh, the quarterback at Alabama as well. Um, and also uh, Hendon Hooker, the quarterback at Tennessee. I mean, his numbers are better than all those guys. And they're putting up some big numbers. I know that they're trying to get into the, uh, the college uh, football playoff, which Came out last night, you know, and uh, if I have enough time here, I may speak about who's in, who's out so far. You know, they only give out the top six and, you know, with some time, looks like they're going to change some of that, but we're still only doing the top six. So with that being said, let's jump into our next, uh, you know, let's jump into our depth chart here, you know, and as I see here, we're going to start with the offense side of the ball. Uh, Dontavian Wicks starts at wide receiver and, you know, I don't see anything changing there. He, he's been uh you know playing 
trying to play better. Has seems like he's playing somewhat better. Um, seems like almost everybody is playing somewhat better. Not good enough, but playing somewhat better on the offensive end. Uh, and you know, but it's not quite enough this at this part of the year. We're doing this at the beginning of the year. You kind of understand that, but what are we eight games in now? Something has to change. Uh, and him backing him up is Demik Starling, um, who is the also serves as a kick returner for the team. I would really like to see him get some more touches. Uh, you know, or maybe have him return some kicks. You know, I know that they don't want any more turnovers, so they just typically let the ball go into the end zone. You know, on kickoffs, but we need field position. You know, and you know, so we need somebody to catch a ball and return it. You know, and get us some field position. We need that in our uh, in our game plan because we're not getting field position from the offense. So maybe the special teams can help us out with that. Uh, at left tackle, we got Logan Taylor uh, starting, uh, and also Mikael Boley, who um, I believe he's a little bit injured. Um, and he's trying to still work his way back in. But I think they're going to get him back, and he's going to be ready to go this uh, game. You got Kobe McGee backing both of them up. Then, of course, the left guard, you got John Paul Flores uh, and Noah Josie. I know that they were there was some switching going on over there with Noah Josie and Paul Flores, um, maybe injury-related. But let's uh, hopefully both of these guys can go. Uh, at center, you got Justice Johnson. And Ty Furnish, of course, those guys, you know, they kind of interchange those guys based off of what front or, or what they feel is, you know, is, is coming, you know, from a defensive side of the ball. So those are your, that's, those are your centers for the team. Then at right guard, you got the, uh, the senior, Derek Devine uh, at right guard. And then back at him, of course, is Zach Tedder. At a right tackle, you got Jonathan Leach. And then backing him up is Houston Curry. Freshman Houston Curry, who's a very promising young uh, right tackle. And, excuse me, yes, right tackle. And we're looking forward to seeing what he can do. Um, you know, and it's rare to me to see what, you know, they do. But they do shuffle in and out offensive linemen um, quite regularly. You know, and it could be, you know injury related but you know it could also be play play related you know based off what kind of plays they're trying to call so yeah yeah typically you know when you have offensive linemen you want all five of them to start you know um constantly that way you really don't tip off the defense but also just for the continuity you know the <laughs> my coaches used to say that you know the uh offensive line is like an orchestrated big man ballet you know, everybody has to move in unison at the same time, you know, and it really is an orchestrated ballet of uh, of, of dancing bears. You know, this is really what it is. Uh, then, of course, we get to the tight ends. We got Grant Mish uh, starting at tight end. Of course, his backup, Sackett Wood Jr., who I really, really am a fan of. Uh, maybe we can get Sackett in there a little bit more on passing downs, um, you know, see, see what can happen with that. Of course, at, at the quarterback position, we got Brennan Armstrong. Uh, starting and his backup Jay Wolfhook. Maybe we'll see a little bit more Jay Wolfhook out there. Jay Wolfhook is, uh, you know, he, but he had a little bit of a knee issue. What coach was saying, what coach Elliott was saying, and I think that, you know, maybe this week he's a little better, and maybe we can get him out there. You know, they were going to have him out there returning punts, 
which I don't know if I would have done that with him, but I would have definitely run some of these offensive sets now that they have for him. Uh, that the tailback position, uh, you may not have Paris Jones. Paris Jones may be out. So the starter could wind up being Mike Hollins. Um, you know, but yeah, that's one of the injury concerns is Paris Jones. He could be out. And if that's the case, look for Xavier Brown, look for Ronnie Harmon, look for Cody Brown um, to, to, to fill in. And I think our running backs need more opportunities to carry the ball in a lot of different ways. And, and maybe the offensive linemen are struggling with run blocking as well as pass blocking. But um, we, we got to do some different things, man, you know, just to get the ball going, more simpler things maybe. Um, you know, I'm definitely going to take a look at this uh, weekend, this weekend's offense and see, you know, what can happen because this defense can be can be moved on. You know, I mean, they got some decent cornerbacks and stormed up some good cornerbacks. Actually, I say decent. And uh, Tony Grimes, my man, Tony Grimes uh, and uh, stormed up. You know, they got some guys out there that can cover. But, you know, they, this this off this defense can be scored upon and moved upon. Um, then we talk about Keaton Thompson who's also in the slot uh, playing, you know, well this year. And then, of course, backing up him or uh, Billy Kemp. You could put him uh, in the slot as well. I mean, we got to get him more touches. He keeps the chains moving, and I think that he's just trying to get healthy. And then backing them, both, both of them up, is Ethan Davies, the uh, punt returner, who actually does a really good job of, uh, of fielding his uh, – of fielding the uh, punts. And then, of course, on – uh Opposite side of the offense at wide receiver, big number six seven Lavelle Davis. I'm so so uh, upset that he does not get enough opportunities. You know, you know, sure he needs touches, but he needs opportunity, guys. Get him the ball whenever we get down there in the red zone. I'm one of those four plays has to go up for him. You got to throw Mister Six Seven a fade in the end zone somewhere. You know, and give him give him an opportunity, a back shoulder to a six seven wide receiver. No one is even t- close to his height. Then backing him up is uh, Sean Wilson, uh, who I haven't seen much of him, but seems like they're trying to get him on the you know on the field uh, more. But uh, yeah, so you know that is the offensive depth chart for for this game. But you know, I don't know, guys. You know, I'm I'm thinking that if 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 we can continue to to improve and hopefully we see with North Carolina you got to score points if you don't score points in North Carolina you know they're going to leave you in the dust and you know we have to score points that's just the bottom line we just have to score points these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. They have, you go to the website, they have simple tools like screening questions. They make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want 
to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Locked on Virginia your first listen today. For your second listen of the day, check out Locked on Sports Today. From the games that matter to the most, the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. So yeah, everybody, uh, getting back into the getting back into the depth chart. We left off getting into the defensive uh, depth chart, which has turned into my favorite side of the ball with this team. My natural instinct is to side with the defense anyway because I am a defensive guy by trade by nature and by position (laughs) and you know um so me being a defensive guy it's always a pleasure to see a great defense working in unison I don't think there's anything better to watch uh you know in football than a defense where everything works the way it's supposed to it's it's harder to me it's a lot harder to be a defensive coordinator nowadays way harder than it is for an offensive coordinator. There's so many benefits. There's so many advantages built into the game when it comes to uh, moving the ball or being an offensive skewed team, you know, and, it, you know, there's just things that are in your favor. Defense, you don't get anything, man. You know, you know, you, know, you got to work for everything. There's all kinds of pitfalls and all kinds of penalties that you can fall prey to. You know, just by, you know, somebody having, you know, getting anxious and, you know, pass interferences and holdings. And I don't know. It's just, you know, just a lot of things that you have to worry about and things you have to really uh, uh, try to focus on, you know, fixing when you're talking about a defensive squad. You're just really trying to slow down uh, an offense. And then if you can slow them down enough, you know, hopefully you can start to dominate them. But, the way this game is set up now, your defenses can only really slow down offenses because because of the uh, advantages. But let's jump into the defense right here. Of course, uh, one of my, my favorite position on this team is the defensive. Well, I say that, you know, then I think about my guy, Nick Jackson. But the defensive ends are a pleasure to watch. Uh, you're talking about Cam Butler, Cam Bam on the outside, um, and Paul Akiri. Those guys those grad transfers who came in, those two guys, they are absolutely animals on the outside, putting pressure on opposing quarterbacks. Uh, you know, those are your starting defensive ends. Of course, your nose tackle, uh, Jameer Carter, uh, who's done a great job of stuffing the run along with uh, Ola Sukonomi. Am I going to get this young man's name right? Ola Sukanami, Sukanami, uh, Ogonye uh, is the backup for him, and then of course Dante Davis is backing him up, and that is your more of your zero or your one technique uh, player in the middle there of the defense, usually taking on those double teams. Then of course you got your three technique who guard who lines up in the strong side of your formation in between the guard and the tackle, uh, and that's Aaron Famui. It looks like Aaron Famui has. Uh, risen again. He was, uh, coach said he was their defensive lineman of the week. 
um, player of the week for this past game against Miami. Uh, Aaron Famui has moved back up into a, uh, you know, back up into the starting position after a little bit of a lull. After he's had a, you know, had a few moments, uh, you know, some bad, uh, some, some, some bad play, you know, or some um, personal foul penalties has come back to claim his spot as a starter. And then, of course, backing him up is Ben Smiley, uh, who's done a yeoman's job, you know, playing as well. And, of course, Mike Diata backing both of them up to get some time as well to keep those guys rotating in to keep them fresh. Then, of course, the man, the guy, Chico Bennett, uh, who should be in the running for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, for this defense uh, of the Cavaliers, he leads the ACC in sacks with seven uh, sacks, you know, and was the defensive player of the week last uh, last week, two weeks ago, excuse me, and also uh, five weeks before that, four or five weeks before that. Um, but yeah, two-time defensive player of the week, defensive line, lineman of the week, I mean, um, Chico Bennett. And of course, Jack Camper backing him up comes in. He does a great job as well. Uh, he's another grad transfers come in. Of course, Chico's a senior. I wonder if he still has his COVID year, you know, but I don't know if he's going to stay if he had, you know, if he has, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, so let's jump to the linebackers. My guy in the middle, Nick Jackson, who was the ACC linebacker of the week this past week. What do you have? 14 tackles? Something crazy. You know, <laughs> Nick is just all over the place doing his job. But it's all, it's a part for the course, man. You know this, you know that this defense is doing you know such a great job of slowing down a lot of these offenses. Offenses, our offense has to help out our defense. Bottom line, and it's not happening. But we'll get into that uh, a little bit later in the week. Then backing him up, of course, is Deshaun Perry, and then backing both of them up is Stevie Bracy. Uh, at will, there's been a change. You know, Josh Ahern, who is still battling. I believe a hamstring injury. injury. Um, so he's out. Josh Ahern's out. But the starter is James Jackson, who's a young sophomore. He looks pretty good, man. He's all over, plays all over the field as well. Um, shout out to James Jackson playing a really good position at that will. And backing both of them up is a Hunter Stewart. They're almost, all three of those guys are almost interchangeable. It's almost, you know, when you look at them, it's almost like, wow, they all are all about the same size. And damn near the same weights almost. So shout out to those guys on that Will's uh, weak side of the defense playing that linebacker position. Great job. And now, you know, I say defensive line is one of my favorite positions of this team, but I may have to take that back and, and say maybe the, the defensive backs who have, you know, done a 180, 100% 180 in guys like, Starting left corner, Fentrell Cypress. This guy, man, he is a young guy. Or excuse me, he's a junior. Uh, and he is playing, in my opinion, somewhat some of the lights out kind of a defense you want to see at that position. I know that they had a lot of PBUs. As those are past breakups, uh, you know, this past game against Miami. And uh, he looked really good to me. And I think that, you know, before this game, he was third in the ACC in pass breakups. Now he may have moved up into, you know, one or number two uh, as far as pass breakups in the ACC because I know he had three, at least three breakups from what I kind of remember. Then, of course, Elijah Gaines backs him up, uh, sophomore, uh, 6'1", 201 pound. 
And then we get to uh, Anthony Johnson, who's actually having a really good year as well. He was first in pass breakups this past game. And he had some pass breakups to add to that list as well. So shout out to Anthony Johnson doing a, a great job. You got the the top duo when it comes to pass breakups uh, uh, in the ACC in these two corners. Whenever you watch these guys, they get their hands on so much stuff. You know, and then bagging him up is Jalen Baker. Uh, then we go to the spur position, which is kind of like a hybrid safety. And you got my man, Jonas Sanker, who is just a sophomore all over the place and just doing a heck of a job. And then uh, backing him up is Darius Bratton, who has always been one of the better cover guys on the team when healthy uh, out there backing up uh, Jonas Sanker. Then at free safety, you got uh, Cohen King, who actually played a hell of a game. He had a sack. He had, I guess, you want to call it an interception on an extra point uh, in the overtime. And he was, uh, and then, you know, he had a few tackles as well. So he played absolutely great. Cohen King, I'm sorry, not Cohen King. Cohen King played a great game um, as well. And I'm getting getting ahead of myself. I want to talk about this uh, young man at the strong safety position, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Cohen King. Uh, who is the free safety, starting free safety, did a great job uh, as well for this defense last week. Lex Long, who is another young player uh, putting in work. He does get time. He, he was playing for um, <clears throat> at free safety starting. And Cohen King is back in there, and uh, both of those guys are playing pretty good. Uh, and backing both of them up is Donovan Johnson. Now, Antonio Clary, the strong safety, that's who I wanted to talk about. Number zero. Um who actually played a great game. He had a, a sack, uh, an interception, and, um, you know, on the uh, extra point. But they didn't, you know, they don't really call those um, turnovers or count them as interceptions. But, you know, he did intercept the ball, playing some really good football. He was at a, with coach at BJ's Brewhouse this uh, uh, last night, you know, um, in Charlottesville for the coaches show. And, you know, they asked him, who's the hardest hitter? You know, and Antonio Clara said, I am without a doubt, you know, without hesitation. He said, he's the hardest hitter in the defensive backfield, you know, and I have to believe him. You know, he also says that, you know, he he kind of falls into that uh, realm of good, you know, UVA safeties for the past, what are we talking about? 10 years now, you know, talking about Quinn Blanding, you're talking about, um, Joey Blunt, you know, they he said that him and Joey Blunt speak uh, all the time. You know, Joey Blunt, who's having a great year for the Seattle Seahawks, has been the stalwart here um, at the University of Virginia playing that safety position, um, doing really well. But that is Antonio Clary, the starter at strong safety and number zero. And then, of course, Chase Chalmers backs him up as the backup strong safety. Now let's get to the special teams. Yeah, Daniel Sparks, who is the uh, punter who actually, you know, did a pretty good job. You know, we've been punting so much this year. You know, we're getting our our money's worth out of him. You know, he's uh, 6'6", 203, big a junior, and he's been kicking the hell out of the ball just trying to give us some field position or to bail out this offense and flip the field. Then, of course, a play kicker, place kicker. You got to give it, give it up for Will Betteridge, the uh, freshman. Kicked four field goals uh, last uh, week, weekend, you know, against – uh, Miami did a great job for a freshman. A lot of under a lot of pressure, 
So that's a great job by a freshman and um, looking for great things for him moving forward. You know, he may wind up being uh, a, a huge weapon for us if we could ever get this offense going. And, of course, uh, who does uh, the senior who focuses on kickoffs is Brendan Farrell. Um, he is, uh, you know, focusing on kickoffs, getting those balls back into the end zone so that we cannot have a return. And then, of course, you got Jared Raymond backing him up. Excuse me, Jared Raymond is our holder. Long snapper, we got Aiden, Aiden Livingston. And backing up Aiden at long snapper is Lee Dudley. Of course, the punt returners, we got, we can, we have both of them. We keep them both back there. I like how they do that. We got Billy Kemp, Ethan Davies. And I think the reason why they put both of those guys back there is because we want to field every punt. And, we you know, we can field every punt. We save yardage. Uh, we save on um, losing field position as long as they can field it. And if there's an opportunity to return it, they will. So that's why they have both of those guys back there returning punts on covering each side of the field. And then uh, kickoff returns, you got um, Mike Hollins. Hopefully we uh, get an opportunity to see him and Demique Starling, who's also back there, uh, get an opportunity to return because we need some field position with this team. That's just the bottom line. You know, that's kind of how it's shaking out for us. And, you know, it just needs to happen that way. You know, I, I'm more or less kind of looking at it like, you know, if, if we can if we can uh, get our guys back there returning punts and getting some uh, some field position, I think that would be awesome. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth an- analysis in every on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. So yeah, everybody, you know, we... You know, have definitely um, are feeling the crunch from this uh, from this game with North Carolina bearing down on us. You know, they're coming to town, and you know we've got to change some things here. We got to, you know, do some things a little better, and I think we will. Um, but you know, and, and this defense has been moved on during the um, you know during the season. But the thing is, the offense is such a buzzsaw, you know, and they put up all kinds of points, guys. So, you know, we're going to see how this all shakes out. Uh, I can tell you, I'm looking forward to seeing if this offense is ready to compete. Almost what I was trying to say last weekend, I was on the phone or on a Twitter space with Ahmad Ball Hawk Hawkins. I was saying this offense just needs to, you know, do what we call like blackout, just needs to forget about everything that's happened behind them, you know, put it behind them that that has happened this season and just play like they're not themselves or they're not the team that that has put whatever they have put on film this year and just play like, oh, my goodness, I don't remember anything. I know that I can be dominant and just go out there and start being dominant. You know, it's almost like asking them to turn into like an incredible hawk, (laughs) Hulk, you know, all of them just, you know, (laughs) and just go crazy and, and play dominant and see what happens, 
you know, because this team is going to put the pressure on us to score touchdowns. That's what we need. I'm very interested also to see what this defense uh, puts together. Coach uh, Rozinski has his uh, has his work cut out for him. But I can tell you, you know, th- this this is going to be an interesting game. You know, I haven't seen the line, but I'm going to go check it out here in a little bit. But yeah, it, 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 I don't think it's going to. It's not pretty. It shouldn't be pretty because it's, it's definitely not a uh, something to. Uh, look forward to, you know, when I look at this line. But I got to tell you, thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen of the day. Check me out on my other outlets as well, Seven City Shop Talk Sports on Facebook. Also hit me up on Instagram at Big Law at Seven Cities. Also, Seven City Shop on Twitter. Thanks for making Locked On Virginia your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. For the games that matter, the most and the biggest games, the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast.